It is Thor, yes. So it's not a very dark world. Yeah. Or a dark movie. Or much of a dark Thor, movie. Thor, the dimly lit world? Something like that. All right. Well, hello there. Hello. It has been a little while, eh? Months. Months. About several. Six, six, six or seven months. We're not even sure. Uh, we're not even sure how long it's been. By the way, this is uh, Pop of the Culture. Yeah. And uh, so I, am, it, I am Matt Morris. Again, and I'm Evan. And uh, we are your hosts for uh, the the MCU recap version of Pop of the Culture, where Evan and I... A while back, decided let's rewatch all the Marvel projects and uh, just sort of break them down a little bit, and just for kind of our own fun. And because, well, really, because we realized there was a void out in the uh, uh, in the uh, podcast sphere. There are no podcasts about the MCU. <laughs> Nobody's None. talking about the None. MCU. We're like, None what's what is with that? How did that happen? So we're we're trying to fill that gap. Uh, and our tens of listeners are very appreciative. Very. Of of. Now, what they may not be appreciative of is the fact that, as you pointed out, Evan, it's been several months since we've been here. We, there like, have been I, many I, things I, happening I, in our lives. Yeah, like I, th- I don't think we've done one since November. Oh, that's a long time. And in that since, so in that amount of time, there's been like I don't know uh, several. Like, like f- there's been five MCU projects. Yeah, five or six MCU that we, projects, that, all of which we have seen, by the way. And we're and we're up to like the eighth. Uh, movie yeah. that we're doing right now. So at this pace, we'll basically never catch up. <laughs> well, is, is... I mean, someday, hopefully, some, hopefully someday, <laughs> hopefully someday. Well, I think the goal here is is to obviously get back on the horse, as they say. You know how they say that. Uh, we're gonna yeah. get back on the on the pull program. ourselves together and get right back on the horse. There you be- go. Get right back on that horse. Pull up your bootstraps. <laughs> Uh, get your, uh, get y'all, get all your kittens in order. I don't know. I'm just making up phrases now. Yeah. Make yeah. sure. The, I've never heard that phrase before. Make sure your lines are straight. I, I don't know. What? Is that a thing people say? So anyway, they, we're gonna, they can be gay too. Okay. Gay lines. Yeah. Yeah. Your lines can be gay if they want. I don't have a problem oh, with that. I know that joke was forced, but I don't care. You, you did force that out. I didn't even, I didn't even know what you were doing at first. Anyway, the point is, uh, hopefully we're going to get back uh, uh, on into doing this with some regularity. We have moved. We've yes. Moved. We've yes. moved. Yes. The home of the the home of the pod is uh, no longer in San Jose, California. It is in the lovely community of Santa Cruz, California, uh, as as God intended it. Yes. So we are excited to be here and uh, like that. What that. God intended what? Which God intended what again? The podcast to be located in Santa Cruz, California. Gotcha. <laughs> don't you? Don't you agree? Sure. I'm pretty sure God, yeah. in in whatever form God is taking, said said to themselves, "You know what? I think we need to uh, we need to move Pop of the Culture to Santa Cruz, California." I had no idea he cared. Yeah, or she, <laughs> or she could be a she. God is a uh, God is a they. God is God yeah. is a spirit. God's non-binary. <laughs> no. <laughs> We are we are pushing a lot of boundaries. We are we really are we really are. All right. Yeah. Anyway, good, good for them. Good well, for, good for you, God. Here's the bottom line. Uh, we are up to the eighth movie in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Am I correct in saying eighth? Uh, we are up to 2013s. Am I correct in getting the year right? Yes. 2013's Thor: The Dark World. Uh, this is the second in the Thor series uh, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, this is, of course, Chris Hemsworth uh, and also Tom Hiddleston reprising his role as Loki, uh, Thor's 
uh, sort of uh, step brother, if you will. His half brother. Half brother, I guess. Is it? Is that what it is? Half brother. Yeah, but you, I guess you could. I guess you could say step brother, but like I, I mean, I guess, but adopted brother. Adopted. Really not adop- a step brother. Adop- yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You're right. Not, a, not a yeah. step brother. So yeah, it, it's a, it's his adopted half brother. <laughs> there you go. He's a, he's a. He's but a half brother would. He, he was would born suggest, a frost giant. But a half brother would suggest that uh, either. Odin or um, what's Thor's mom's name? Frigga. Frigga. One of them are the biological parent of Loki, but I do not believe that's true. No, no. Odin took him in. No, so they're so, kind so, of, yeah, kind of they're, they're adopted. They're adopted, adopted brothers. Uh, adopted brothers. Adopted brother of, of Thor. Anyway, yeah, we'll get into some. This of that. is well, all maybe, really maybe important we'll, information that well, we're covering right now. Well, it, it actually is. <laughs> oh, I stand corrected. Uh, my sarcasm was not appreciated. Well, just, well, just for the in Marvel in general, that's, no, you're that's right. important information. No, you're darn right. It is important, uh, and for relatability for those of us out there who may be stepbrothers or adopted brothers, <laughs> it's uh, it's the relatability factor is, is critical. So, so anyway, so this is uh, what do we need to do? We need to just get into this thing. Yeah, right? this is everybody's favorite MCU movie. Well, we'll get to that after we watch it <laughs> again. Uh, again, if you're new to the format, uh, uh, basically Evan and I are going to uh, we've sort of set things up a little bit here we're gonna uh hit the pause button actually watch the movie we encourage you to do the same if for some reason you haven't watched this movie in a while or don't doesn't matter to me just keep listening uh but up to you we're gonna take a couple hours to rewatch the movie and then we're gonna come back and finish this but don't worry it'll just seem like a couple of seconds to you sure listening to the pod so we'll be back uh enjoy thor the dark world we'll tell you what we think uh following our rewatch And we're, we're back. back. Ooh, that was Jinx. Very good. Somebody's owing somebody a Coke around here. <laughs> what? <All right. laughs> what did you say? Somebody, somebody owes somebody a Coke. <laughs> like, like, like a diet, like a Coca-Cola diet yeah. Coke. That, isn't that when uh. you when you did Jinx with with someone? Didn't didn't you like be like Jinx? You owe me a Coke? No. What did you do? Just Jinx? Just Jinx? Jinx? Just enjoying the fact that you simultaneously said something with somebody else? Yeah. Oh well, okay. Well, when I was a kid, if if there was a jinx, uh, if you were in my family with your with my brothers and sisters, if you uh, if if somebody jinxed you, you weren't allowed to speak until somebody else said your name, and the punishment yes, if you did speak was cheekies, and I've sho- have I shown you cheekies, where you you put your hands into fists, place one on each cheek of the other person. I don't know, and, and I. Sp- Spin them and grind them together. I don't, I don't know, cheekies. and I really don't care. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, Thor: The Dark World. That's where we are. We're uh, as we mentioned earlier. Let me just throw some numbers at you, and then we'll we'll get into this thing. Thor: The Dark World released November uh, November eighth, two thousand thirteen. It was, as we uh, said earlier, the eighth movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the sequel to 2011's Thor. This movie had an amazing cast starring Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Natalie Portman, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Stellan Skarsgård, Idris Elba, Christopher Eccleston, sort of, uh, (laughs) Rene Russo, Cad Dennings, and of course, Zachary Levi as Shazam, all in this movie, (laughs) Thor, The Dark World, and and many others as well, but really a pretty incredible cast. Nah. <laughs> did you did you say Jamie Alexander? I I didn't. I guess that As I didn't say Seth? everybody. Jamie L. Yeah, Jamie Alexander. Yeah, but that's my point. Great cast. 
um, and, and really some fine acting in this movie. Yeah. It's just kind of a shame. It's it's criminally one underused. Of, one of the most unmemorable Marvel movies in the. It, it's yeah, I'm I'm I will even go so far as to say that it's my least favorite in the franchise. Mm. Directed by Alan Taylor, written by the Christophers Yost and Marcus, as well as Stephen McFeely. Uh, the movie did well. It, it uh, absolutely dominated its opening weekend at the box office, eighty-six million dollars, as uh, expected in, in the U.S. No competition, no significant other film going up against it at this point. Uh, I think other studios had learned: don't put your movie up against Marvel. Yeah, you're going to lose. Um, Worldwide uh, overall box office uh, for its run was $645 million. Um, uh, for the year of 2013, despite its late year release uh, in early November, it uh, still managed to finish 11th uh, at the domestic box office for 2013 and 10th internationally uh, for box office. So, you know, again, a successful movie. At this point, what we've learned is... Marvel is going to be successful. They're putting out movies. People are going to go see them, even if they're not maybe as great as they could be, sort of like this movie. Why do we say that, Evan? Why are we saying this movie wasn't as great as it could have been? What went wrong with Thor The Dark World? Well, the short answer is because it was very underwhelming. And, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not saying it's like a bad movie, but per se, it's it's not necessarily bad. It's just... eh, It's just a very meh movie. But, and... And I th- well, well t- say more about that. Yeah, you say well, it was met. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, I I think the plot was just very. It was kind of generic. Like, big villain wants to destroy the universe in a way that kind of really isn't explored that much. Well, yeah, they don't really. Yeah, it's funny the the uh, villain. The villain. Oh yeah, I've, tell me, I, yeah. help me out here. The so, villain in this movie. Oh my, I, I can't get on board with this guy like like at least in the movies like his his name's Malekith he's the leader of the dark elves and he's well first off his design is just so unappealing like and 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 as for his character he's just he's such a nothing character he's just like I'm Malekith I will have what is mine give me the ether are you, have you come to witness the destruction of your universe so, uh, yeah. I'm big evil bad so, guy so help me out here what exactly was because and, and again you know as I mentioned before I, I going into the Marvel Cinematic Universe I really didn't know a whole lot about Thor I hadn't really read a bunch I'd read maybe a couple of Thor comics when I was a kid and it just didn't do much for me but and look, what was Melikith's motivation? What's his deal? What's he in what's this he movie? About? Well, like in the both. Well, okay, I guess. Uh, I, I, okay. Yes. The truth. The truth is, I don't. <laughs> okay. The truth is, I don't know much about Malekith from the okay. comics, but I do. But I do know that he is a lot scarier based on his design and some of the speeches I've seen him give in cartoons and all that. Like, like I, like I watched a like, like last year I watched Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes on Disney Plus. It, which is an animated series from like I think 2010 to to 2012, and and Malekith made an appearance in one episode, and he was much and let's just say I instantly found him more appealing in that show than he, than he was in this movie. He was he was a lot scarier, and he looked more like his comic book counterpart. Now I'm I'm not saying you can't change the design, but you know just at, at least make it appealing. And this this the the Malekith in this movie was so unappealing. So. But what? So what was he? What's his deal? Well, he's like, what's he? 
He's the leader <laughs> That's an of excellent question. What's his deal? Well, again, I don't know much about him from the comic books, but I know that he is like essentially the leader of the Dark Elves, which should be scary, but <laughs> in this yeah. And Okay, so he's the leader of the Dark Elves. I get that. Why what is he trying to do? I don't I don't know. I like, su- I don't know what he, I don't know too much about him <laughs> in in the, from the comics. That's, what I just Do you remember that. in the context of the movie like so he's trying to get oh, in the the, movie. the ether yes. or as or as the reality stone yes. as it is comes to be known. But what uh he, like, why does he want it? He wants I, to just destroy the universe? It's not explained. The planets he, he just, are going to line up, and he's going to destroy he just wants to the end, nine realms? He wants to, just, he wants to return the he wants to return the universe as to what it was. He wants to return the universe to what it was before, which is just a, darkness, just darkness. Because, because that's just why? how he rolls? I, 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 I don't know. He just he's just all like your universe was never meant to be or whatever. I don't know. Because I don't know. honestly he doesn't, he doesn't explain that at all. Yeah, because honestly, I think that for me was honest was is the problem with Thor the Dark World. It's like I said, great cast. I feel like the performances for the most part are solid. I think Natalie Portman gets a little underused here. They don't develop yeah. her character very well. She but, felt more like but, a plot device. But she's in this always movie. but she is just solid. She's gonna do a solid job in a scene that she's in. Yeah. Um obviously the rest of the cast great. Uh, enjoyed the interaction. Always enjoy the interaction between Tom Hiddleston and Sir Anthony Hopkins, and 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 Chris Helms. Chris Hemsworth always said, "Fantastic job in these movies as this character." Um, but there was no with with the villain to me. Just kind of showed up and did some stuff sometimes. And yeah. oh no, we need to not let him do stuff. The the one thing in this movie that I felt played a crucial part in both this movie and the larger universe is that he killed Thor's mother, or rather his henchman did. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, if Thor's mother like was handling Malekith pretty well until his henchman showed up, Curse, who was actually a cooler-looking character in this movie. <laughs> no, actually, and, he was compelling. Yeah. He, he, he Was he compelling, or was he just cooler? Well... He, yeah, maybe compelling's a little strong. He was he was well, cooler. He was he was compelling in as much as here's the sort of right hand man yeah. to Malekith, who essentially sacrifices himself to become this the cursed to become curse his muscle curse. Yeah, curse. I guess is his name curse. Yeah, who is who? And he is a character from the comic books. Actually, oh, I'm sure he is. But so and then you know becomes this sort of just sort of massive uh hulking looking hulking bane like creature yeah that does the bidding of malekith and and you know is seemingly unstoppable and, yeah and so there there was some it was kind of interesting scene scenes that involved curse yeah i think the best action scenes involved him yeah like 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 yeah because yeah, and and like I said, Te- Frigga, Thor's mother, mm-hmm. uh, was handling Malekith pretty well until Curse showed up and grabbed her and then stabbed her. Yeah. And so. Yeah. So, re- so really, Malekith didn't kill Thor's mother. That was technically Curse. So. Yeah, I think uh, literally speaking, uh, it was Curse. So I think I think because of just the lack of investment emotionally in the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we've we've had this conversation. This was, especially early on, this was often a problem Marvel had was developing villains that you kind of cared about. And when yeah. I say care about, it, I don't mean like, oh, poor guy, but just you know, like mm. you you are you're invested. There's there's depth to their character yeah. that you want to 
you know, you you like them even though what you really like is not liking them. Mm. But this this guy was There's just nothing. nothing. There's is, nothing to him. I felt bad for uh for poor uh, Christopher Eccleston. Isn't he like a really good actor? Yes, he's 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 in that same caliber as the the Tom Hiddlestons and the Anthony Hopkins and these these English guys who are just these great actors. Oh, damn. Hey, fun fact, by the way, I just I didn't know that. Maybe you knew this. I just heard this the other day, kind of randomly. Um, did you know that? Uh, um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Doctor Strange. But Benedict Cumberbatch. Thank you. Benedict Cumberbatch was originally <laughs> offered the role of Malekith. Thank in this God movie. he didn't take it. <laughs> yeah, he and he actually was considered it, but felt like he wanted something a little more meatier. So even he knew reading the script. Oh, this is a worthless. <laughs> this is a nothing role. This is just. Yeah. This is just putting on he, some makeup he, and showing up and yeah. uttering words in a non-existent language. Yeah, from thank space. God he didn't take it. Yeah. So there you go. What is the what language does Malekith speak? By the way, do we know? I. D- s- I Elf, make it up? Elven. Oh, yeah, he's a dark, dark elf. He's a, he's a dark he elf, yeah. Now, uh, d- uh, w- where have we seen the dark elves before in the MCU? We haven't. This, this is the first time they've been mentioned. This is the first time they've been mentioned. Do we see them again later? I Someone makes an... I think a dark elf like makes an appearance somewhere, like in a... Like in maybe the collector's... Like collector's oh, the collector collection, might have a dark elf? Or maybe, I don't know. Speed of the collector. We we get our first look at the collector. In the post credit scene. In the post credit scene, yeah. How about that? Played by Benicio del Toro. Yes, Benicio del Toro. It's <laughs> fantastic. Oh, I like the collector. Um, yeah, he's fun. Uh, okay. Uh, any any new characters of note in the MCU? Do we meet any new characters of note in other, this? Uh, other than the collector and Malekith and well, Malekith is not a new character. Of note. I mean, I guess no. He's, he's the villain ca- for Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, so he's yeah. introduced. I in just this mean, movie, but... I mean, new characters that we're going to see more of going forward. Uh, aside from the collector, not really. Yeah, yeah and that was in the post-credit scene. Yeah, I mean, if you want to count the Infinity Stone as a <laughs> as a character, sh- sure, but <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we deserve want... it. Is our first introduction to. Uh, the ether, the, the ether, ether a- aka the, the reality stone. All right, so, so what stones have we seen so we far? We have seen the the tesseract, which is the space stone, space and stone. we've seen the ether, which is that's the reality it. stone. This that's, the, that's two infinity so stones. So it seems to me, and the fact that they refer to it as the ether for the whole movie, and then in the post credit scene, they drop the whole, oh, it's not safe to keep two infinity stones in the same place. Yeah. It seems to me that during the filming or the creation of Thor The Dark World, the larger vision of where they wanted to go was starting to take yes. more shape. Yes. Because I'm not even sure when they dropped Thanos in the end of the Avengers, mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure they knew we're building to a big Thanos climax mm-hmm. uh, see, at the end of Phase 3 that, or wherever it was see, going. That, see, it's funny because I thought I had originally heard that in Guardians of the Galaxy that Thanos was going to be the villain in that movie. Oh, but, but then they changed but, their mind. But, yeah, luckily they changed their mind so, because... Well, because probably because now, now I'm not actually sure if that's true. I like I'm sure they always had a plan to at least include him in the movie, but well, I we've don't said it, so it's true now. We don't know that. Oh, okay. is that um, how that works? Okay. We don't. That's not how anything works. Um, <laughs> you can't just say this is what's this is what happened, and then just not. Mm-hmm. You can't just say this is what happened, and then have it be true. I'll make it. That's a not note. how it works. Okay. Um, but, but um. So but yeah, if, yeah, yeah. But luckily, they chose to have Ronan be the main. Here's what I instead. think happened. Here's what I think happened. 
they knew they wanted to do Avengers, and yes. they did a great job of building up to Avengers. Mm. Then they're like, this has been very successful. Let's keep making movies. Meantime, at the end of Avengers, um, what's his face? Thanos? Di- no, director. Oh, Joss the, Whedon? Joss Whedon says- Who gonna, turned out two years later turned out to be a bit of a D-bag. True, but not my point. So <laughs> you're not wrong. Also, not totally relevant to what I'm saying. No, it's not relevant. But, I just wanted to say it. Uh, I think he just kind of arbitrarily drops Thanos in at the end, kind of like, yeah, hey, that'll be fun. The studio goes, yeah, sure, because I think we're going to use him in Guardians or whatever. And uh, then they start thinking, where do we go now that we've done Avengers? And this thing just made us a ton of money and is incredibly successful. And they start thinking about where to go. And they realize, and they realize oh, hey, Thanos infinity, is like... Infinity Saga, yeah, yeah, Infinity pro- Wars. They probably realize, yeah, th- hey, Thanos is like this really big bad in Marvel mm-hmm, Comics. He, mm-hmm. he has this, he's like... He causes a lot of huge problems. And so, so what that then does is it forces them to have to start thinking about the Infinity Stones. And so they already probably had a script for the next Thor movie that included the ether, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> and they decided to go ahead and turn that into one of the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. And thus now we see the blocks falling into place. Because here's what's interesting. And we haven't ranked the movies yet. And we'll get to that here in a minute. We don't, for the record, we don't know if this is true. If what if what that if what Matt just said is true, well, I'm I'm pretty sure it's true because I just said it. But um, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> oh, that's right. I took that note when you said that earlier. I can't just say things and make them be true. Anyway, um, but what is true in my uh, obje- subjective mind, objective mind, subjective subjective mind, is be- that for as successful as these movies have been up to this point, the movies get way better as we go from here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a like lot we're, better. We've been as we go along sort of ranking the movies to this point. And what I think we're what I think is going to start happening, and I could be wrong, but what I think is going to start happening is many of these phase one and early phase two movies are going to find themselves in the back half of my rankings yeah. overall. Yeah. Even though I've thoroughly enjoyed going back and rewatching these, but it strikes me that the uh, there's a number of these early movies that if you were to say to me, "Hey, let's watch a Marvel movie right now. Pick one." I would probably almost never pick some of these, especially Thor: The Dark World, and maybe especially Thor: The Dark World, or at least especially with a f- couple of the others. <laughs> yeah. But we'll rank the movies in a second. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Um, I actually haven't had a chance yet to... Uh, th- we, we're sort of jumping back into the podcast thing here after this long break, and we're sort of just jumping in a bit unprepared. Yeah. We just wanted to get started. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't had a chance to look up uh, how this movie did in all of my... I think I've used... Uh, uh, well, I know I've, I've used Rotten Tomatoes. I have the Rotten Tomato score here, but I haven't had a chance to look up the other ones yet, IMDb and Metacritic. But okay. uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 66% fresh. So even yeah. though even though we've been saying some not-so-kind things yeah. about the movie, it, it, we're, we're at a phase here. We're still in a honeymoon period, I think, with the MCU, <laughs> where it is still being even critically... Uh, received very well, yeah, yeah. Uh, even if it's maybe not uh, one of their f- finest efforts, shall yeah, we say. Yeah. But again, I think 
I do think after rewatching this movie today, it had a lot going for it. The 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 performances. Oh, it did. The the one of the great things about the Thor movies were the 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 acting team they had in there were so good. Yeah, and the performances are very good. Fr- and Frigga's some... Frigga's funeral was probably the most beautiful scene in the movie. Beautiful sequence, and it was truly sad when she dies. It was, and and there's some genuinely strong moments in this movie. I really do think it this movie more than probably any other uh, Marvel movie in the MCU is weighed down by its poorly fleshed out villain. Yeah, I just feel yeah. no conflict and, and really its direction with Malekith whatsoever. Yeah, all the conflict and all the emotion of this movie to me comes from character interaction with the uh, with the protagonists. I don't get anything from Malekith yeah, this, whatsoever. This Malekith makes me long for the days of Whiplash. <laughs> awesome. I want my bud. Uh, all right. I want my bud. All right, real quick here. Uh, I did say 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not bad, not bad. Um, I can real quickly look up IMDb here to at least give you the... The score on that one. Uh, I don't have Metacritic in front of me, so we're going to skip that for now. But Evan, I want you to be thinking about you know we've been we've been kind of banging on uh, Malekith here. We're going to need to rate <laughs> the villain. But first, uh, talk to me. Stanley cameo. We had a Stanley yes. cameo. What happened? Uh, uh, he was in a psychiatric hospital. Is that what that was? Yep. Like an asylum, maybe. Yeah, a psychiatric hospital. Yeah, where Selvik is giving some sort of. Crazy presentation. Selvig was running around nude at the uh, 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 at the at the Stonehenge, and you're just not allowed to do that. Yeah. So he went to he went crazy because Loki was in his brain in the Avengers, and you know he's still kind of getting over that. Still getting over that. Yeah. So by the way, could we get more Eric Selvig, please? He's hysterical. (laughs) No, he's he's good. Yeah, I mean that character is hilarious. I'm honestly, I think. I better get my pants. Might have been no. my favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> rewatching it today. That's that's funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I think every time this movie went to Earth, my interest went down hard. Yeah. Like I I was so uninterested I, in I, in the Earth elements in this movie. He, I I wanted to be in the cosmos more. Look, it's not that I don't love being on Earth in these movies. I do. Like yeah. as most of these characters are humans, but. <laughs> But uh, but like when we're but during a Thor movie or like a movie that primarily takes place in the cosmos, I want to explore the cosmos. Uh, do we like? What do we think about Ian? How do we feel about the Boring. character of I, I, Ian? I, I, I just, what was his whole purpose he, for existing he, he, in this movie? I I don't know. Maybe more comic relief. I I don't. I, I he was he, he was more nothing than Malekith. We had a brief. Um, oh dang it! I just forgot the actor's name. Um, oh, uh, the guy from IT Crowd. <laughs> yes, but I love this actor. I can't think of his name, but uh, but uh, anyway, but yes, he's there. <laughs> Yeah, the Roy from IT Roy. Crowd. Um, what is the actor's name? I, I, Dang it. I, I, I gotta crap. look it up. Um, I gotta look it up. I got it. Have you tried turning it. it off and on again? Don't worry, I got it. I'm right here. I'm right here. If you haven't watched IT Crowd, please watch IT Crowd. It's so funny. All right, I thought I had it, but I'm not sure where it is. Uh, anyway, but uh, he's in there. Fantastic, even though he gets wasted in this movie. Yeah, he's... he's When's he coming back? He probably not. So probably we met never. that guy. We met Ian. Ian, they're both uh, nothing characters. They're not. We met Malekith. They're not all, coming back. All, all three of those characters are nothing.
I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm do. I'm gonna do my villain ranking now. Malakith. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We gotta set that up. You can't just. You can't just. You can't just go bowling a china shop on me like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Evan Morris. Malekith. Oh my god! Yeah, worst villain in the MCU. <laughs> two out of ten. Now why uh, you say? Now why not a one? Uh, well, because at least he had Frigga's. Because at least he had Frigga killed. Evan, that's amazing. We haven't talked about this at all. What? Correct. Will you confirm with me? We have not talked about, about our thoughts ab- about our thoughts on the villains on how we or, were going to rate the villain or why we were going to rate the villain or any of that. Correct. Yes. Okay. I mean, with with Malekith. Yes. Yes. So right. I also gave Malekith a two, and also my logic was. Only worthy of a one, but he did kill Frigga, and so although that, literally speaking, that, that was weight, curse. But that weight <laughs> alone elevates him to a two. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. We yeah. both have the same uh, well, reasoning. Well, great there. minds think alike, Dad. Don't you know? All right. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? We think we've covered all the key things. Let's just let's just get this down to brass tacks. It is time to slot this movie now into our overall rankings. I will remind the listeners, as I also remind ourselves, how we have ranked these movies so far. Evan, your ranking up to this movie is from one to seven. Avengers, Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man, Iron Man 3, Thor, Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man 2. I have gone Avengers, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man 3, Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man 2. Now, Thor the Dark World, where do you want to put it? It's at the bottom of the barrel. Mm. It, it's it's below Iron Man 2. Mm. I agree. That's where it, that's where it belongs. I, I will say, th- th- the, I think that di- the dynamic between Thor and Loki, like that brotherly dynamic in this movie and how they share their grief over their mother that is really what keeps this movie from being a straight up bad movie in my opinion yeah and this is what i want to say i feel like we've been we've doing been doing a lot of banging and banging and banging but as i pointed out you know as far as a uh, a critical consensus uh, 66% favorable reviews uh according to rotten tomatoes 75% of the audience score on that uh favorable uh the imdb score by the way is a 6.8 which is respectable on imdb and uh and and I will not say that this is a bad movie. Yeah, I would not say that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's I guess that's it. That's the, Lo- Loki holds this movie together. I think that's the point I've I've tried to make often as we've talked about the MCU and as we've talked about um, all of these movies is that the reason we're so interested in it, the reason that even though we joke about nobody's doing any podcasts about the MCU. The reason there are so many podcasts <laughs> and so many websites and so many people out there who spend so much time talking about the MCU is they're doing a great job. Yeah. Even when you have some of the toxic criticism of comic book fans that I don't even want to get into, it's like, that's just noise. These are great movies. Uh, Marvel Studios and, and, you know, obviously with leadership of Kevin Feige have, have figured out how to bring these characters to life in a story that is that is cohesive and is interesting and they're tell they're they're developing characters that we care about and we want to know more about and there are there are journeys and arcs that these characters are going on over the course of several movies uh, and it is very very fun yeah and they're just nailing it so i say all of that simply to say even though we've kind of spent a lot of time banging on Thor the Dark World because I think it is it is uh, often thought of as possibly the weakest 
uh, in the MCU. Most or, fans or seem to agree that it's one the of worst the weakest for sure. Yeah. Um, I would still say, having just watched it, I was entertained. I had fun watching it again. Yeah. Um, again, probably not one that I would choose if if somebody just said, "Hey, we're going to watch an MCU movie. Pick one that we should watch." This right would now. be the last one I'd choose. But definitely, <laughs> uh, still fun. Still enjoyed it. Still liked seeing these characters. Still liked the development of the. Uh, you know, where they've taken Loki following the events of the Avengers. Uh, you know, I think they missed on some things. They could have done more with the the dynamic between Thor and Jane Foster. I think, I don't, I think that was a big miss in this movie. Um, and then obviously the completely uh, uninteresting villain uh, really, really hampered this movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, anything? Did we forget anything? Did we forget to do anything? I think uh, we covered all our bases. Yeah. All right, I think we're good. Okay. So, What's and, the next movie? Uh, well, we're... Oh, well, oh, this is exciting. Uh, we, uh, next time, we will go from our least favorite in the MCU to one of the best in the MCU. Oh. That is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, oh, yes, that is a very good one. Okay, well, I'm very excited then about that one. Uh, obviously, uh, to our tens of fans out there, uh, <laughs> if you want to drop us a note or anything, uh, you can do so. We, we do have, uh, we do have, uh, a Twitter page, although, uh, a Twitter account, although very rarely has it been updated of late. I'll see if I can get on and make that happen. Um, pop of the culture and the at pop of the culture. And then of course, uh, I think you can leave us notes on the, uh, under the podcast here. I don't know. I should know all these things. I am not very good at marketing this uh, <laughs> podcast, Evan, as, as our tens of listeners will attest. Yes. Anyway, we love that you guys are there and, uh, we are going to wrap this up. I feel like I'm just babbling now. Evan, stop me. Save me. Evan. Dad, stop the babbling. Stop the babbling. All right, I'm looking out this beautiful window at this incredibly gorgeous Santa Cruz day. I think I might go grab my board, wax it up, and uh, see how the waves are doing. (laughs) You're not a surfer, man. Hey, I've surfed. Yeah. But you're right, I'm not a surfer. (laughs) All right, uh, that's it. We're out. We'll see you next time on Pop of the Culture. See ya. See ya.